0: Amen, amen. Uh, well, guys, I just want to remind you quickly uh, what we're doing here, right? And, and so kind of our, our purpose uh, of this whole, whole study on the Romans Road, our purpose is this. Our goal is to help you learn um, to share the gospel uh, by showing how you can use the book of Romans as a guide, as a road to sharing six essential uh, truths about Jesus with others. And so um, quickly, I'm going to go through those, uh, the truths we've covered so far. So we've covered three truths up to this point. Uh, the first one is this, uh, that God created us and we're accountable to him. Right? That God created us and that we're accountable to Him. And so the Bible says God made everything that we see, everything that we don't see. Uh, he made us in His image, uh, that He set us up in a beautiful, great world. We had everything that we needed. He gave us good rules to live by. And, and because of all of that, uh, all of creation is accountable to God. He's the source. He's the beginning of all things. And so, so we start with we're, we're created by God. We're accountable to Him. The second essential truth as we walk through uh, the Roman road was that we've all rebelled against God and we're guilty of sin, Right? So God gave us right rules to live by, uh, we rejected those right rules and chose our own ways, and uh, the Bible calls that sin, and, and we're all guilty of sin, the Bible says, and, and uh, it really two types, we have an inherited sin, we've inherited the sin of Adam and Eve, so we've inherited their guilt, we've also uh, kind of in, in inherited their, their, uh, their nature, um, right? And, uh, and so we're, we're all corrupt. Um, but, but then we also have actual sin. You know, sin is any time we think something that doesn't please God, say something that doesn't please God, do something that doesn't please God, or anytime we don't do something that would please God. We've all sinned, and, and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. So that was kind of the second step in the road. The third step in the road is that because God's holy, the penalty of sin is death, right? Because God's holy, the penalty of sin is death. And we just kind of said, listen, uh, God's eternal, and where God is, his life is. The Bible actually says that eternal life flows from the throne of God. And, and listen, the, the, the problem with God being the source of eternal life, is that God is holy and he cannot have sin in his presence. So when Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden, the promise of God that if you, if you do this, you're going to die came true because they could no longer be in his presence. And if you can't be in his presence, you can't have his eternal life. So that's really bad news. And that's where we kind of ended. But but in the midst of that really tough place, and, and uh, last week's memory verse for us, uh, actually going into to next week, Romans 6.23, that the wages of sin is death. And it has this beautiful uh, line. It says, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, right? But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I want to talk to you now about the good news. This is where it starts to get good. So the next step in our, our road as we're learning to share the gospel with others, and we're actually going to go back uh, one chapter but we're, we're taking a huge forward step. And so uh, if you guys have your Bibles, you have your sermon notes, we've got them there for you. Uh, guys, Romans chapter 5, um, verse 6 and uh, through 8. It says, For while we were still helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Rarely will someone die for a just person, though for a good person perhaps someone might even dare to die. But God proves his own love for us uh, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so two things that I want to share with you just very quickly this morning before we get to our essential truth. And, and, and the first observation I, I want you to see, guys, is that God is loving and gracious towards us, right? God is loving and, and, and gracious towards us. And this is, this is actually his nature, right? This is the nature of God. God is, is, is love. That's his nature. It's who he is. It's not just something that God does. Uh, 1 John 4, 8, uh, John writes it this way. He says, the one who does not love uh, doesn't know God because God is love. That's who God is. It's not just something God does, but it's, but it's who God is. And, and listen, the Bible says that, that this God who is love loves us. And, and the love that he has for us, it's unlike any love that you and I uh, typically give. Like, we, we give conditional love. We give, we give love that's based on how you treat me, it, it's based on how you love me. Uh, our love always fails, uh, but the love of God, if you, if you go to 1 Corinthians 13, right, love is patient, love is kind, doesn't envy, doesn't boast, keeps no record of wrongs. But, but ultimately, I, I love the little line as you get towards the end of it, which it says, love never fails. And and if you study the Bible and you study the love that God has for humankind, one of the things you come to very immediately is that there's a phrase attached to the love that God has for us over and over and over and over and over again in Scripture. And that phrase is that that love is unfailing. Isaiah puts it this way, Isaiah 54.10 says, Though the mountains may be shaken, and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Right? God is love. And, and His love for us is unfailing. But, but not only is God loving, He's also extremely gracious. Right? So, so, so mercy is not getting what we deserve, but grace is getting something that we're, we don't deserve. So, something like it's undeserved merit or favor bestowed upon us. And the Bible says that that's who God is as well, that God is, is gracious. Psalm 145, 8 says, The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, great in faithful love. Right? Psalm eighty six fifteen. But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in, there it is again, faithful love. Don't you notice the language, right? How how does God treat us? Always, all these verses talk about faithful love. It's an unfailing, God has this faithful love. And and, and what does that faithful love result in? It it says it in both of those Psalms. That faithful love results in God being slow to anger. God being slow to anger. You get that? That's huge, right? That's huge. When faithful love of God, it's slow to anger. Uh, Peter gets that, and he kind of puts it this way, Second Peter 3.9. He says, the Lord doesn't delay in his promise, it's some understandable delay, but, but rather he is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. So that's kind of our first observation. God is, is loving, and God is gracious toward us. And, and so the, the second thing I want you guys to see this morning is that God is just and cannot ignore sin. Okay? So, so, so listen, man, God is loving and He's gracious toward us, but God is just and He cannot I- ignore sin. And, and, and this is the problem in our day. Is I, I think the church has done very well at, at trying to communicate the love of God, though we still struggle with believing the love of God. Like we, we don't understand that God's love is unfailing. Um, but, but there is a, a, a sect, a segment of Christianity that has preached the love of God to a point that is, is unbiblical, in a sense, because they divorce it from the rest of the character of God, which you can't do. Okay, you you can't ever take take an attribute of God and say this is the only thing I'll focus on, but I'm I'm going to ignore all the rest of this. And and I just want to show you that Scripture never does that. Scripture never divorces uh, any any part of God's nature, and and so in in fact, God is is loving, but He's also just, and those things they, they, they exist uh, eternally together at all times. In fact, this is what uh, it, it says uh, here in. Uh, Uh, psalm 89 psalm 89 it says righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne right righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne faithful love and truth go before you you see that connection righteousness and justice that's the foundation of your throne and faithful love goes before those things are never divorced those things are never divorced and so we kind of start god's loving and he's gracious towards us but but hear me he's also just and he cannot ignore sin which, which kind of brings us to our, our fourth essential truth. If we're sharing the gospel with folks that we've got to get to this point. That they understand that because God is gracious, Jesus died in our place. Because God is gracious, Jesus died in our place. And, and this is really huge that we have an understanding of why Jesus had to die. So yes, Jesus did die because God loves the world. But he also died because God is just and cannot ignore sin. So God had to do something in order to save us because we are are unrighteous. So God sent his son Jesus, who's full of grace and truth, and Jesus lived the perfect righteous life that we couldn't, and he died the death that we deserve. You see... The penalty of sin is death. Somebody has to die. In fact, Hebrews says it this way. Hebrews 9.22 says, According to the law, almost everything is purified with blood. It says, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. This is the system that God put in place to atone for sin. Is that blood would have to be shed. Death would have to happen. And so God, knowing that, He wrote the rules... He did something for us, right? He sent a righteous one to die in our place so that anyone who believed in him could be saved. 2 Corinthians 5.21 puts it this way. It says, he made him who did not know sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And friends, that is really, really, really good news. And so uh, that just kind of gets us to our, our verse this morning that we're going to attach to this fourth essential truth. And it's Romans 5 eight. I'll put it on the screen. there, big for you. It just, but God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That verse teaches us that God is love, but he's also just. And because he's gracious toward us, he sent Jesus to fulfill his just nature. All right? That's what it's about. That's the good news. That means there's nothing that you have to do. There's nothing that I have to do. In fact, there's nothing that we can do to to be righteous. All we have to do is put our faith and trust in Jesus, which we'll begin to talk about next week as we take the next step. In the road. So, uh, what do we do with that? Um, I'll give you real quickly. I promise I'll I'll have you out of here. Uh, So, real quickly, I I think this is what we need to do. We're working through. uh, First thing, guys, we want we want to challenge you to memorize essential truth. Four. The goal of these essential truths ultimately is that, guys, uh, we're asking you to memorize six things. About the book of Romans six six steps to share the gospel and we think every person should be equipped with this right Uh, why because uh, because of Christ the Bible says the love of Christ compels us what compels us to act loving towards our neighbor which you guys have been doing this week that's awesome but at some point that neighbor is going to say to you why are you doing this and at that point you need to be able to share the gospel with them right we have to be able to tell people the why behind why we're loving Right? Because, listen, I'm doing this because God has saved me. And he's done this through his son, Jesus Christ. And, and listen, I love you because God's loved me. And let me tell you how you can experience the same love of God that I've experienced, right? We have to have a means to do this. And so I, I want to challenge you, uh, memorize these essential truths. They're going to be super helpful, I believe. Uh, we we put, a lot of, uh, put a lot of thought and effort into in kind of how to take what we have traditionally thought of as the Romans road and, and, and to, to really pare it down to these six essential truths. And I, I believe wholeheartedly, if you'll take these essential truths, and the scripture attached with them uh, that you'll have a way to share the gospel that will work in almost any circumstance, okay? And so uh, that's the, the first thing. Second thing, uh, mentally attach this truth with Romans 5 Mentally attach this truth with Romans 5 but God proves his own love for us uh, in this that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And, and remember the concepts that we're attaching here, why Jesus had to die, right? Because uh, Romans 6 23, the wages of sin death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. How do you get that gift? Well, we get that gift because Jesus died in our place. Why did Jesus die? Jesus died because God loves us, but he's also just. And there has to be justice. And and by the way, guys, we love justice. Amen? And we, 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 we we don't like it biblically when it applies to us, and we go, "Wait, the wages of sin is death." Like that doesn't like I don't want to die. I, 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 don't, I don't like that. But but man, somebody cuts us off in traffic. We are hoping a cop is there to see it, right? Because we, we love justice. Some somebody is 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 uh, is cheating out in the world. You know your neighbor and he's driving a really nice car. You're you kind of there's a part of you that's going, "Man, I hope he gets caught someday," right? Because here I am paying all his taxes because he's not. Right? And there, there's a we like justice so does God. God is just God can never look the other way when it comes to sin and so Jesus had to die. So we're, we're attaching these things. The third thing guys, keep praying for opportunities to share the gospel and keep uh, reviewing these essential truths. So so every week uh, our hope is that our, our digital sermon notes they're there for a reason. You guys can go online and and you can literally go back through every week's sermon uh, and, and see what that essential truth is. And our hope is that you're reviewing those things on a regular basis, uh, and there's not going to be a test when it's all said and done. But we're going to have a tool for you. We're going to have a bookmark for you when it's all said and done that has these six things laid out, the scriptures attached to them. But our hope is that it'll become second nature to you, right? That it'll become second nature to you. Uh, man, guys, I just want to close with this. A huge shout out. We, we had... Uh, an army here uh, yesterday which was awesome. It was so good. Um, we saw saw some of your faces. I haven't seen it in a long time and, uh, and it was good to see people in the building. Uh, we had a, a huge group show up the day before at our food pantry uh, to help serve the community. I, I'm so thankful for you guys. I want to encourage you to keep doing those things. Um, I do want you to know that kind of from this day forward our plan is to offer two services. We're going to have a, a nine o'clock and an 11 o'clock. Uh, we pray we'll have water pressure uh, next week and, and we'll be able to have the, you know, we're doing 45 minutes services because of covid uh but but hopefully we can get back to 45 minute but until that happens we'll you know we're just going to do the best we can if weather permits and we have water pressure where people can go to the restrooms uh after each service we'll have a time where where small groups can occur out in our parking lot and we'll have that area roped off hopefully we'll have all those fallen trees taken care of it's going to be okay it's going to be okay guys our building is okay but our church is thriving Our church is thriving. Thank you for being the church. Uh, I love you so much. I'm going to say bye uh, to our our folks at home. Uh, Guys, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.